Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yashodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. What is going on, my amazing, awesome, wonderful people? It is your girl, Damio Shodi, the host and the creator of The Planter. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another week and another episode. So this one is going to be something I'm really interested in, honestly and truly, because it's really who I am. And we're going to be talking about, in this episode, developing a life of luxury. Or another way of saying it is normalizing luxury. So this specific episode is for people who I would consider seeds. So there's going to be some new terminology coming up that you're going to be hearing in upcoming episodes that are associated with the planter. And what I mean by seeds is somebody who's just starting to plant in a specific area. So maybe a new way of lifestyle Maybe you're just starting to want to take care of yourself. So self-care, or maybe you're interested in podcasting, but you haven't started it yet. So you're just planting the seeds in a specific area. So I'm talking to the seeds here, okay? And for this particular topic, this is for someone who is coming to the realization that the life you have, it's meant to be enjoyed. And you are taking steps to start living intentionally with your life. And you're tired of putting your needs and your wants to the side. Always sacrificing and self-sacrificing your desires and what you want because just different reasons. And you really just want to live this life and live it with intentionality. So we're going to mention in this episode, what makes a life of luxury? How can you start making intentional decisions to enjoy your life? And then what areas can you begin to incorporate luxury? So we're going to go over three different areas that you can actually start making changes literally by the end of this episode. So I was on social media and I came across Emily De La Cruz's social media or Instagram page. And I was watching one of her lives and she was basically just talking about the type of lifestyle that she's living now, especially during COVID, and how it is important for people to normalize luxury and not normalize struggle. So she was describing the definition of luxury and how she's creating luxury in her own life. And that necessarily luxury doesn't mean it has to be expensive but really luxury meaning there's a great comfort. So a living that brings you comfort and in your own way, extravagance, okay? So she was talking about her own experiences and the things that she's doing in her life to make sure that everything that she sees, she touches, she tastes and experiences is a level of luxury for her own life. And she mentioned normalizing luxury again, which I loved. And I was like, oh, I love that. So 
we're going to base this podcast off of that. Like, how do you normalize luxury in your own life where you are today? So one thing that I want to bring to your attention first is the definition of luxury. And luxury means the state of great comfort and extravagant living. So comfort and extravagant living can mean different things for different people. But really the point is making a life that is just comforting to you, making sure that you invest into things, do things, experience things that bring you comfort for you personally and create an environment again of extravagant living. So as I was looking at the definition and as I watched her video, I was like, so what does luxury mean to me? And luxury means to me being intentional about every area in my life, getting things I desire and creating moods or environments that fit me. So that intentionality for me is important, intentional about all types of stuff. I mean, I'm going to get there. That intentionality is for me the key to all of this, intentional about these different areas that I'm going to talk to you about. And I'm sure there's more, but since we're just starting, so this is for somebody who's just starting in an art of luxury and not saying that I'm an expert in luxury, but I know how to make my own life luxury. So this is what I'm trying to share with you on how you can do that. So in one of the areas that I'm very intentional about and still growing in my intentionality is finding the time to take care of my physical body. So examples of how I can be intentional about taking care of my body is eating good food that I enjoy, exercising, making sure that I love the clothes that I'm wearing, creating time to think and process, and taking time to acknowledge me. So when it comes to eating food, good food, I love to eat out, I love to have new restaurant experiences and all of that. But I also like to eat well-cooked meals. So making sure that at least I can balance myself out to where I'm eating good food that nourishes my body that I feel good about eating. And then going out there and having those really fun experiences at new restaurants or eating the stuff that I already like. And then exercising is another thing, making sure that at least I'm moving a minimum twice a week. That's something for me that I've committed to and have been consistent in. And if you listen to like way back when episodes about the challenge that I put myself on back in 2019, I talk about how I was training myself to be consistent in working out and it still has paid off even up until now. So consistently moving my body because I realize I feel better about myself if I'm exercising and then I have a better perspective of how I see my body. I realize that if I take too long gaps of not working out, then I start having really negative thoughts about how my body looks and all types of stuff. So in order to maintain a healthy mindset and just even physique, exercising is something that I'm intentional about. And then the type of exercise that I'm doing too, something that I enjoy, and to be honest with you, something that I don't have to think about that I don't, I don't, I personally do not like 
having to put together like exercises together that this is what I'm going to do this day and that day. Like I am honestly the type of person I would rather just pay somebody to do that for me. So that means either getting a trainer or in this case right now, I'm doing CrossFit. So I just show up and they're like, this is what you're going to do. And I'm like, okay, everything's there. I don't have to like strive to figure it out. And if I'm doing it right, like I got somebody there to teach me. So that's why I have to be somebody who makes a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of those people that I don't want to be bothered. I was an athlete. I had a coach growing up. I was a figure skater for over 10 years. So literally every week, week in and week out, somebody's just telling me this is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. And I do it and I just get better. So that's my type of intentionality and luxury, honey, when it comes to exercising. And then also being intentional about the clothes that I wear so as I get older, I'm not really trying to wear the cheap things all the time. I want to find clothes that I look and I feel good in. And this year in particular, I was very particular about only getting things that I loved and not getting things that, oh, maybe because it's cheap, it looks good or, oh, you know, it's on sale. That's why I should get it. But even if it wasn't on sale or maybe if it was on sale, it doesn't matter. As long as I loved it, it fit well and the quality was good, then it's a go. I mean, granted, now we ain't got nowhere to go, but still, I enjoy the pieces that I have at home. And if I want to wear, you know, something that once I have to go out to a party and wear it at home, if I feel like doing it, well, I am the party. So I'm going to do it. So yeah, just kind of being intentional about those things. Another way that I create luxury in my physical body or from my physical body is creating time to think and process. A time to do nothing. Being intentional about creating that time so my mind can rest. And for me, that's usually in the morning. Right when I wake up, either I have a quiet time or I literally just stare as like I get in my bed. I stare, (laughs) I write, I just do something or do nothing really. So my mind can be clear. And because it's like waking up, sometimes you can wake up feeling anxious. Like, oh, I have this, I have that to do. In those moments, I'm really intentional about not rushing to just get up and go. You feels me? Creating time maybe in your life or in your day where you can just process. So maybe even during your your you know, during the day, 15 minutes, 20 minutes just to think, just or just to rest your mind and not run around and having to do all types of stuff. And another way that I'm intentional about my physical body is taking time to acknowledge me. So I spoke about creating a culture of celebration and I may even have a completely separate episode about how I do that. And one way that I do this is an act of love in a way towards myself or that's how I see it. So I like to get massages. I used to only get them on my birthday and I was like, I didn't really do anything for my birthday to, you know, experience. I mean, it's just because you want to celebrate. But I was like, I shouldn't wait to celebrate 
only on my birthday. I should have different checkpoints throughout the year in which I celebrate. So for me, a way that I acknowledge myself and just take care of my body is I like to get massages. And it just, it's a mental reminder that, you know what, girl, you did your thing. You've been working hard. You deserve this. Like, I don't miss out on those. And even that is not necessarily expensive either. You can join memberships that you can literally cancel every, um, by the month. So you don't even have to stick with it. It's not like you're locked in by contract, but you can get memberships to certain massage places that you get rates that are cheaper than if you were just walking in. So they're priced at a very reasonable price. And just for me, it just means that much more. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Like, I know my massage is coming up. That means it's time for me to acknowledge my win and just take care of my body. And I got my masseuse now, like, after I leave her table, like I don't have not a crink or a crackle in my back. She knows what to do. I keep going back to her. And it's just, again, a reminder for me of just acknowledging and celebrating myself and then a way for me to take care of my body. So those are the ways in which I'm intentional about creating a life of luxury for my physical body. So another area that I'm very intentional about creating that luxurious experience which is really creating that in life of comfort is creating an environment that I can thrive in. And how I do this is by igniting my senses in my environment. So one thing that I focus on in regards to my environment is sense of smell. And how I do that is through candles. I really enjoy that wherever I am, it smells good. And I'm that type of person who likes, I don't know, like really nice hotels that smell really good and just environments that exude luxury. So I want to bring such things into my own home, into my own space. And typically I work a lot in my room. This is where I do the bulk of my work. So this is where a lot of my attention is. So candles is one thing that I use I'm a candle junkie. Literally, I buy them all the time now. And I feel naked and afraid when I don't have them. So this is an area that you could focus on that can tweak. It's just like a little tweak, you know? If, it's, if that's something that you enjoy, just some candles in your room or in your living room or your home. Another thing that I focus on is sight. And one way that I do this is getting like flowers once in a while, something that I can look forward to. Like I'm trying to do flowers that match the season or just flowers that I like, to be honest. And I have a big girl vase. That's what I call it. When I got it, I got it from West Elm and I put it in my room. So sometimes I put flowers in there and it just brings a new like level of comfort and a sense of extravagance in my space. So one example of bringing intentionality into your space is I have a friend who has a coffee corner in her kitchen. And it's not like an extra extravagant coffee corner or something that she has like a steamer and what you would find at Starbucks, but she literally just has her tools laid out and her different spices, and then her grinder to grind her coffee beans. 
And every day, it literally brings her joy to wake up. And the first thing that she does is create her coffee. She creates curated coffee. So she tries different recipes. She even makes fresh chai, uses like whole spices, grinds her coffee, makes the foam, adds all types of things. And these are the things that bring her joy. And it wasn't something that was so costly but it's just a little area in her kitchen that every day when she wakes up, she knows that she can go and make herself her curated coffee. So that really ignites her sense of sight, seeing that the process, I mean, it really ignites all the senses, her process, how she's making it, using her hands to do it, what does the beans feel like, what does this taste like? So that's one way a little curated space that you can see every day that you do something that brings you joy. Another way that you can bring intentionality into your space is what you hear. So for me, I like to play music. I have different playlists on Spotify and Spotify recommends different playlists for me all the time. So when I'm looking for new music, I literally just put it on the speaker. I can listen to it and I can just have a good time as I'm getting work done. So again, this isn't something that is expensive. It's little things, type of music. It, it feeds into the environment that you're creating for yourself to either get to work or to relax and ultimately to feel more luxurious. Another way that I'm intentional about my environment is having something warm with me. So like a cup of tea. I really enjoy going to tea shops and smelling curated teas. What I mean by curated teas are those blends that you don't typically find in a supermarket, but somebody blends by hand. So some months ago, my cousins and my mom, we went to this different city about maybe an hour and a half away from Tampa. And we... And we found this tea shop and they had all of these selections that the person blended and they were giving us the benefits and the different nodes that were inside of each tea and what it's good for. I mean, just a lot of interesting things. We were smelling things like that is my ish. Like I literally love tea. So in the morning, I just like to brew the tea that I find like specialty tea outside or coffee or anything warm so that when I sit down and get to work or maybe sit down and have time to think or my quiet time, I just have that little thing in a really nice mug. So I have a clear mug, so it's really cute, it's really modern, and I just enjoy that experience. And it is something that I can do for myself that doesn't cost much, but it, it really makes me feel extravagant. And then another way to be intentional about your space is through touch. So my mother is literally the most perfect person for this because she don't play with her bed. She's been saying it since I was young, make sure you get a good bed because they matter. And getting older, I surely see that they do. She will get the bed that she wants, not just something that she needs or something that because it's the bare minimum and it does the job. She's willing to take her time to buy what she wants so that it's a joy for her to come home because a bed is something that's really intimate. Like you literally come home to it every day. So she travels a lot and usually she's only home on the weekends. So when she comes home, she wants to feel like she's at home. And one way that she does that is her bed. 
So the details matter in that. So her sense of touch or her, how she develops a luxury in her space is by her bed. For me personally, I was thinking, I was like, I don't really know if the touch, what that would look like for me per se, but I know that it was a really good example, honestly. I think getting something that when you touch it or when you feel it or when you use it, it just, it's it's a nice feeling and it's something that makes you feel luxury. So possibly inviting that hotel feeling into your home and that may be through the type of bed that you use or the comforter that you're using for your bed or maybe the towels that you have in your house changing out the towels getting rid of old towels we did that in the spring of this year got rid of old towels and bought new ones we bought new sheets because we had things for like 10 plus years and we're like you know what this is a time where we're going to change things and it really does all those little details make the difference so maybe instead of just getting the ones that come at the grocery store the towels and the sheets really invest in some really nice sheets that feel good and anytime you sleep in it you're excited to go to sleep and you wake up feeling more refreshed So those are ways that you can be intentional about your living space. And then another area that I love that Emily mentioned and something that I've been doing more lately is how you treat yourself emotionally. So having intentionality and creating a sense of luxury in literally how you treat yourself. So one way that I have been doing this is becoming more assertive. So clearly stating what I, how I want to be treated to people without the fear of them, you know, getting upset or fear of rejection that maybe they won't do it. So I won't speak up. And this is something that I'm becoming more and more intentional about. And I didn't even realize this is a form of luxury. It's a form of comfort because you are not allowing yourself to be discomforted because you just want to comfort other people. So a perfect example of this, or just something that's really small, honestly, is like when I go to the nail salon, I like the water to be hot when I'm getting a pedicure. You know, after a while, your legs are in the water and then it becomes lukewarm. So before I would have been like, oh gosh, I don't want to tell her. I don't know. I don't want to tell the nail tech, which sounds so silly, but just that fear of making somebody else uncomfortable. But now I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, can you add more hot water, please? Thank you. And they do it. And it's not a problem. Or like when you go outside and they mess up your order, instead of yourself, instead of, you know, you shrinking away and fearing what discomfort you're bringing somebody else, be open and communicate that this is what you wanted and this is your expectation and have that person to meet it. So not making yourself smaller, but clearly being more assertive about your wants and your desires. And then boundaries is another one. And she mentioned that too on her live, creating boundaries. So before I used to feel really pressured about calling people. So when they called me, I felt like I had to pick up because if I don't pick up, maybe I'm not a good friend or maybe they're in trouble and that's why they're calling me and they need me. So I would just pick up like rain or shine. But my friends know now and some of my other friends, they do the same thing. They're like, look, child, if I don't pick up, I'm gonna holler at you later. I don't, not that I don't have anything against you. I don't have 
no beef. I just, I'm not in the mood. So creating just a simple boundary like that, not pressuring myself to make myself available to people. I have a friend right now that she's like, look, if you're not on my favorites list, I'm not picking up your phone and I'm not going to feel inclined to. She's like, anytime the phone rings and somebody gets through the favorite, like the do not disturb, because she has it on do not disturb. She's like, how did they get here? So she's like, if she wants to talk to them, she will. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. Even me, that I'm on her favorite list. Sometimes she don't pick up my phone and I don't hear from her for a couple of days, but I don't feel any type of way about it. It's just her boundary. She doesn't want to be available to everybody. So creating intentionality in the way that you treat yourself can also be a form of luxury. So let us go over again, how can we create luxury in our lives? So luxury is a state of great comfort and extravagant living. The three ways that you can incorporate luxury into your life today is finding the time to take care of your physical body. So knowing what you need for yourself physically, being intentional about your space and creating an environment that you can thrive in, and then being intentional about how you're treating yourself, especially emotionally. So I want to give you something to do once you finish this episode, especially for you who is just understanding that life is meant to be enjoyed. We're not always called to suffer in life, but we're called really to have comfort and to enjoy the beautiful things of life. I want you to choose one area to focus on of of the three things that I talked about today. I want you to choose one, either physical, your space, or emotionally, and do one thing that allows you to feel like you've indulged. See, I've given you a list of different ways in which you can do this, but I want you to choose just one this week. And I want you to indulge in that one thing this week. And what I want you to do is tell me what you did, either via social media or send me a voice note. I'm going to have a link where I would love to actually hear, you know, based off of the prompts that I'm going to give you or the actual steps I'm going to give you what you did and just let me know what the experience was so I can share it on the podcast. I actually want to get your listener feedback and share it. So let me know one area that you're going to focus on and one thing that's going to allow you to feel indulged and do that thing this week. And if you are interested in starting a podcast, but maybe you're confused about how do I create content? Where is the content going to come from? I don't know exactly where to start in regards to content and feel confident in it. You can download my content planner where I basically share with you step-by-step how I create content from my podcast that every week I feel like I'm creating content that I love. So if that's something that interests you, that will be available in the show notes. And if you're also interested in one-on-one coaching, you can schedule a call with me. The link will also be below so we can get your podcast started because next year is coming up and I know that you had plans to start this year. And now you're like, all right, next year it is, beginning of next year. So I want to help you along on that journey. You can schedule a clarity call with me and we can see about your podcasting goals and how you can move forward. All right. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will speak to you on the next one. Bye.